Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Welcome to Tapes and Scouts, which means it's Monday, if you're listening to this when it goes up. And why aren't you listening to it when it goes up? It goes up every Monday. Yeah, it's really not. You gotta remember one day. Yeah, double max Monday. It's not hard because you just go, what's what's my least favorite day of the week? Probably Monday, right? You're Garfield. Yeah. And then you're just like, I hate Mondays. <gasps> Ooh, Tapes and Scouts here to make me feel better on a Monday. Even if Tim keeps forgetting to post about it on social media because he's so busy. It, it happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I really should do that better. It's okay. I was doing really good and I'm, I've been on a slump. That's all right. And then now you've recognized it and you'll get out of it. That's all that matters. You think so, but. Once you hit your lowest, you can't get any lower. Got to dig. That's right. Got to dig to get lower. That's right. <laughs> well, Max, I, uh, I'm i happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. I'm glad to see that your blood pressure has gone down after the Mortal Kombat review. It hasn't. No. No, I've just put a lot of pancake makeup on. Is that what that, yo, look at it. Yeah, I can see your ears are like almost purple. Yeah. They went yep. from red to like purple. Yeah, they're like just beats stuck on my head. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, thank God I got to that movie before you did. Yeah. <laughs> would have been worse if you had to like actually put the effort of doing the review and like, oh man, it would have uh, been bad. Yeah, I let's not talk about it. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. Let's well, all right. I won't bring up Mortal Kombat again. No, no. It's best you don't. But I am going to go first. Okay. And by going first, I am going to bring up Mortal Kombat again. Okay. Because my first movie is Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Oh, okay. This is animated. This is animated, and it's from 2020. Mm. I watched it on the 3rd okay. of May, directly after watching the Mortal Kombat movie for the first time. Yeah. And the only time. Uh, it's an hour 20, genre animation, action adventure. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. Directed by Ethan Spaulding, starring Jennifer Carpenter. Ooh. Joel McHale. Oh, wow. Ike Amadi. Hmm. Your IMDb movie summary. Hanzo Hasashi loses his clan, family, and his life during an attack by a rival ninja clan, the Lin Kuei. He is given the chance to compete in an interdimensional tournament to save his loved ones while other fighters are trying to save the Earth realm from annihilation. Hmm. My bullet points. It has a sequel or at least a Legends sequel. So it's a continuing series that is either out now or out soon. Oh, that's cool. So that is pretty cool to see. Um, Joel McHale. I love Joel McHale. Steals this show completely. Who is Joel McHale? Johnny Cage. I was hoping you were going to say that. He is Johnny Cage, and it is so incredibly good. I don't know who thought of casting this, but you could not have done better. That's right. I haven't seen this film. Yes. He is so good to the point where I'm like, hey, let's get him bulked up. Let's make him He's Johnny already pretty, in pretty good shape. I know. He's just tall, so he's he at least community-wise, he always gave off like a lankier yeah. kind of uh, disposition. But yeah. yeah, bulk him up, man. He is... He is the best part of this by far. That's awesome. Even though it's supposed to be about Scorpion. Um, (laughs) We don't care. We got Joe McHale. This might be the best storyline for Mortal Kombat and video games I've ever seen. Oh, that's great. Now, as far as movies go, I mean, this is just really good. And it could only, it works so much better because it's animation. Mm-hmm. You get all the, the, you start with the characters gathering for the tournament. There are some that are familiar with each other. A lot oh, of them are. They're going to have a tournament in this one. They're going to have a tournament. How generous of them. They're going to have a tournament. Uh, you get a lot of key things like Jax's arms get ripped off at the beginning. There's a lot of things that happen that follow. He doesn't have chicken arms. He doesn't have chicken arms. Oh, weird. <laughs> I forgot about those chicken arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
forgot about that. Yeah, that's cringy. Uh, this is just an amazing. Like, if you like Mortal Kombat, you have to watch this. That's it awesome. Is so incredibly good. I do. Uh, they do the thing where Johnny Cage is oblivious to the whole thing. He thinks it's a movie set. Oh, that's cool. And he's like, oh my god, look at the makeup on you, and like things like that. He thinks Kate. He's like, what the hell is up with catering? There's like weird animals that you eat. Oh, and, that's like, awesome. He up until a point just does not believe that it's a tournament. He thinks it's a movie until that's somebody like cuts his shirt or something. That's way cool. They do a weird thing where the turn. It's kind of reminiscent of like the old movie, the original movie, where mm-hmm. it's like the tournament just starts and it's a free-for-all kind it of thing. It makes me sad that you just refer to a movie from the 90s as the old movie. <sighs> sad that it... Well, I meant old is just too many. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that it had that effect on you. That's all right. I saw it in the theater, so I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like if you run into a, comp- uh, a competitor, you can just murk them and yeah. move up the ladder and you're just fighting towards Shang Tsung. Oh, that's cool. And you know whoever gets there, he'll deal with them. I kind of like it just like it's the hardcore title. Right. Just like like twenty four seven anywhere we can fight. Yeah, it's it's that Hunger Games kind of feel to it. Yeah. It's Battle Royal. I like it. It is really good, and the animation's top notch. I just really was blown away, especially after watching the movie, which I was. I clearly I enjoyed it more than you, but like, yeah. it didn't hit these high levels I was hoping for. Right. It was still fine in my eyes, but like this, this just crushed it. That's awesome, and I. I implore you all to please watch this. Yeah, I want to now. You got me it's, all stoked for it. I'm telling you, you'll love it. And it's a shorty, too. An hour 20 is not bad. 20 is not bad. You can do that in your sleep. Absolutely. But you should be awake for this. Yeah, wake up and watch it. So let's see if the scores reflect my love. Mm. IMDb, 7.5. Pretty good. Pretty good. The critics, oh boy, 90%. Ooh. Shocking, right? That is for an animated, yeah. Yes. The audience, two, only 250 plus, but 86%. Still good. Yeah. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Whoa. This is must watch if you're a Mortal Kombat. Nice. Fan. I'm excited for that. I haven't been this happy since the Street Fighter animated series. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. So good. Tim, all my movies are old. Both are from the 90s. Uh, that's fine. Uh, 1992. Ooh, I remember that year. Yeah. American History X. Oh, wow. Yeah, I watched Let's this. Let's do this. Yeah, 1120s when I watched this. It's two hours and seven minutes. It is a drama directed by Tony Kay, starring Ed Norton, Feruza Balk, Stacey Keach. I mean, Edward Furlong's in this movie. It's who please in this movie. This is a, a good cast here. Good Lord, this movie is so good. It really is. Whew. Uh, The IMDb summary, for those of you not familiar, a former neo-Nazi skinhead tries to prevent his younger brother from going down the same path that he did. This movie is brutal at times. This movie is so emotionally rough to get through. Right. In the best way. Yes. It is not a hard movie to watch. It's a hard movie to watch for the right reasons. Yes. Um, Edward Norton is unfriggin' believable in this movie. He is a powerhouse, and it's no kind of question why, after seeing this film, why his career went the way it did for so long, because he's just, he brings it so hard for this particular character. It's black and white, too, which I think helps. Yeah, black and white jump to color, jump to, I mean, because you're working through essentially like almost like three or four different timelines in this right. film. It's really good. And you're, you, you're kind of through Edward Furlong's eyes through this movie because he's kind of oblivious to a lot of it, but he knows parts of it. So you kind of see how things go from his perspective. And it's just he kind of has this reverence for his brother. But at the same time, you know, I mean, he's kind of 
repulsed by his brother when he gets out of jail. And then finally, his brother's like, let me sit down and tell you about what happened. Because the whole family, he, the younger brother's kind of a, a Nazi because mm-hmm. he's following his footsteps. They're all very ensconced in the neo-Nazi culture. And he, Edward Furlong comes out and he's kind of like, I'm not into this anymore after I've been to prison and let me tell you why. And it's really harrowing. And mm-hmm. he is coming from, you sympathize, the movie manages to almost allow you to sympathize with him when he is becoming a neo-Nazi. Right. Because his dad was a firefighter who was killed by gangsters trying to save people from a burning house. And so he's kind of fallen, you know what I mean? Like looks down on the urban, like the urbanized kind of culture. And he looks down on that pretty hard. And he obviously leans towards other people who think that, which are largely a hate group. So he kind of falls in favor with them, but you're kind of like, I kind of see where he's coming from. And his, his, the reasons for him doing it are actually relatable. So it's kind of like repulsive that you're like, I kind of see where he's coming from. And then you see it gets out of control and you see what he's become. And then you get to see him redeem himself from where he was, which is just unbelievable as well. Yeah, because when he's at his lowest, my goodness. It's brutal. This has one of the hardest to watch man putting a knee to his chin shots in the history of cinema. Yeah, there's a couple shots in here that are going to make you squirm. Yep. For sure. It's so good because there's literally, so you don't see a lot of awful in the in the shot I'm describing, but you just literally see a man put his teeth on concrete, mm-hmm. and then you see another man lift his knee literally to his chin, and it is as unsettling as it gets. It's gross. It's horrible. And then you get, and then the shower scene. Yep. Also horrible. Yep, it, they put you in all the awful spots. Yeah, it's it's not shying away from how repulsive it is. Stacy Keach is unbelievably disgusting as the leader of the the yep. neo Nazi movement. Ah oh, man, so good. Feruza Bulk is as unhinged as ever right. in this film. Ethan Suplee is great. Always. It's just man, it's so brutal, but it also tells a very human and very sympathetic story. It's a tragic but sympathetic story. It's, it's very good. It's very wild they made it work. Yeah, and I think it's because you have to show all the. Right. And you have this kind of nonlinear timeline that sometimes, and we've talked about this on this podcast, how it kind of, if they had just told the story simply and effectively, it would have been better. This actually serves the story and enhances it by telling it in a nonlinear way. Right. I agree with you. Very good stuff. Top to bottom. Just an awesome film. If you haven't watched it, it is phenomenal. I had Sam watch it because she has a penchant for Nazi-related films. <laughs> so I had yeah. her I had her watch it because I was like, I have this Nazi movie. It's very good. And I think she enjoyed it quite a bit. IMDb gives this an 8.5 out of 10. Hmm. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 86 critics, 83%. Hmm. Rotten Tomatoes audience, higher or lower than the critics? I'm going to go lower. Higher. Wow. 250,000 plus 96%. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah, I was too. This is definitely a more critical leaning movie. Like a lot of audiences don't want to see a a tragedy. They don't like a sour ending or, and this ending is rough. Yes. I won't spoil it. This ending is freaking rough. Yep. Um, I give it a nine out of 10. This movie's awesome. You know, I might give this a nine, five. It's no lie. Yeah. And that's. Well deserved. It's well it's deserved. Bonkers how good this movie is. It's everybody. Like it, the fact Edward Fur like Edward Furlong has done some hit or miss stuff. Like we have Detroit yeah. Rock City in there, you have T two in there, but this he really brings it. Right. He absolutely yeah, he's super brings good. it. Yeah. Oh man. Awesome movie. Whew. How do you follow that up? An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, no, that that's <laughs> that's gotta be in their top one hundred probably with that score. It's, it's gotta be close. It's very good. It is very good. Well, my next movie. 
we actually don't have to talk about a ton. Oh, okay. It's a weird kind of problem to have because yeah. my next movie is called I Know That Voice. Oh, you know that voice. I know that voice. Sounds like a game show. Mm. I'm already plotting how to do Sam's Nazi movie review show. Mm. <laughs> Sam, how do you feel about Dead Snow? How about Dead Snow 2? Let's talk about uh, it. Let's talk about it. I don't know why that voice said, eh, let's talk about the Nazis. Well, you gotta do like old-timey radio guy, right? Yeah, Sam. That's just in. That's just in. Nazis. Um, got weird. Uh, This is uh, a movie from, it's a documentary. It's from 2013. I watched it on the 3rd. After I watched the Mortal Kombat movie, after watching the Mortal Kombat movie. That's quite a day. Whoa, what a trio. But I I wanted the theme of animation after the other one. I like that. It's an hour 30. Perfect time. Perfect. Yeah. Directed by Lawrence Shapiro, starring Charlie Adler, Pamela Adlon, Carlos Abrake... Oh, my writing is awful. Sorry, Carlos. But more importantly, starring John DiMaggio, who is the voice of Bender from Futurama. I'm pretty sure he's the voice of Tracy Morgan. He's the voice of a lot of things. His Tracy Morgan impression is uncomfortably good. It is super good. They actually talk about it in this. (laughs) They actually show him up on stage doing it, which is really funny. It's very off-putting to watch him actually do the voice. Yeah, it was him and I think three other comedians that were black, and they all agreed he had the best Tracy Morgan. (laughs) It's unreal. It's unreal. Uh, your your summary of this movie, several voice actors discuss their art and their careers. It's super basic kind of thing, and that's pretty much what it is. My bullet points, I loved watching I love watching voice actors uh, break into various voices, just yes. going from something high pitched to something low and all over the place. Super good. It covers actors new and old. They get some Looney Tunes voice actors, Rocky and Bullwinkle, that's why all cool. the way up to current stuff. DiMaggio kind of put it together just to kind of have fun with his friends. And oh, that's it's awesome. so fun. Because you, him in particular, because he's one of the penguins of Madagascar. Mm-hmm. So like you go with him and they filmed them doing the finale of that show. Oh, wow. And it's cool because they're all kind of stacked on top of each other in different little cubicle kind of things doing the voices and the amount of fun that they look like they're having. I'm sure it's, I mean, it's hard and your voice is everything. So mm-hmm. doing these long days of just talking, 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 it's like podcasting people. Yeah. Yeah. We got long um, days here. Oh my God. Bloody throat. Anyways, uh, this is a lot of fun. That's cool. And if you are remotely interested in voice acting, you should see this because you'll learn a lot. I, uh, like I said, not a ton to talk about, but it was just so good and, and I just loved it. I like, yeah, with those, the voice actors like Billy West, Rob Paulson, yep. like, they're all these, in this. They're everyone. All so good at what they do and it's unreal to watch them go through the gamut. Like, uh, Tara Strong's a great example uh, yeah, where sure. she can go through male characters to female characters. It's just unbelievable. What a career she's had. She, she, I mean, she did stuff before Harley Quinn, but like Harley Quinn, yeah, Harley Quinn, Batgirl in the same right. series. Like, it's just and then getting Ben Ten, being Ben, Ben and Ben Ten, and she was the uh, she was Timmy Turner and Fairly Turner. Odd Parents, and then she's Bubbles from uh, Powerpuff Girls. Like, yeah. it's just unreal. She's in the new Loki show. <sighs> As a voice. That's awesome. Yeah, she's really great. She's so cool. So yeah, uh, IMDb gives it a 7.5. The critics uh, did not review it. There was only one critical review, so they didn't give it a score. Damn critics. Uh, The audience, 84% out of 250 plus. I gave it a 7. My wife gave it a 5. She wasn't into it. Lousy wife, right? Am I right? Why? There's no way this movie was worse than Mortal Kombat, I'll tell you that much. Well, you know what? You're right. So I think everybody write a letter to my wife. Send it to, uh, we need a P.O. box, actually. We do need a P.O. box. I want some actual, factual mail. We could, yeah. I mean, we'll accept tweets. Mad underscore dog underscore Tim. 
I love that you know it because you're not on Twitter. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, you could do it there and you know, email us, whatever you want to do. I'll print it out and then we'll put it on a bulletin board with some yarn and strings. And That's right. It'll just be a picture of my wife with a bunch of question marks over it. Like, <laughs> Doesn't know movies? Does know movies. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. 1990. Uh-huh. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, man. What, what are you doing this episode? Oh, my God. I'm bringing up the doing? heavy hitters on Good this Lord. one. Yeah. It's like I'm a Jurassic Park short of some of the best movies in the 90s. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> um, I watched this in November of 2020. One hour and 56 minutes. It's a horror film. Yeah. Uh, directed by Adrian Lin, starring Tim Robbins, Elizabeth Pena, Danny Aiello. There's a bunch of people in this movie. Man, Tim Robbins. Whew, so good. Mm-hmm. Your movie summary, mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam vet attempts to uncover his past while suffering from a severe case of disassociation. To do so, he must decipher reality and life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of death. It's a pretty good description. It is, and it gives nothing away. I was like, damn, what fucking Oscar Wilde-like writer came on IMDb and was like, I got this. I got this. That's nice to see because I have one coming up that has a typo and an extra word. Oh, that and, sounds right. Oh, man. <laughs> Most of these are kind of a dog's breakfast. I go to IMDb because they're shorter. Right. But this was just great. I was just like, God damn, bust out the big guns for this one. They're like, Jacob's Ladder deserves better than this. Yeah, thanks, Wordsworth. This really helped me out. <laughs> um, my thoughts on this movie. This movie is, I will tell you right now. This is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. This is in my top 10 horror movies of all time. It may, I don't know if it makes top 10 films of all time, but it's in the conversation. It should be. Tim Robbins is unfriggin' believable in this movie. He brings it so absolutely hard. And it's amazing how he seems so likable and not intimidating for a man of his size in this film. Sure. He's a big dude. Yeah. And he just is doesn't seem like it at all he's very like i mean the way he carries himself the way they frame him it just makes him seem like he's just nor and uh, again if you're not familiar with tim robbins dude's like six four six five he's big got big shoulders he's a big scary man yeah he's in howard the duck as well even scarier <laughs> when he's acting against a duck <laughs> that's true um but he's just so raw in this movie it's so scary. This deals with a lot of nightmare logic and jumping between delusion, reality, being it being indecipherable. The like the concept of you don't know where you are or what's going on at any one time is frightening to me personally. Yeah. A lot of my favorite horror films, Hellraiser, Phantasm, Jacob's Ladder, all have that overarching nightmare quality where you don't know what's reality, what's a dream, what's made up you're just completely stuck in whatever the character's saying and this movie weaves it so unbelievably well all the way to the end of the film that it's just and it's devastating at the end like you will not cry harder in a macaulay culkin role than in this film i don't care what you say about home alone tim what i was gonna say my girl my girl (laughs) glasses can't see those glasses Glad you saw My Girl. That would have really fell. (laughs) No, I have seen My Girl. Also very good. But this Macaulay Culkin just is gut-wrenching when he he actually, like, makes his appearances. Because it's, well, you see it mourning his dead child. So there you go, people. Yeah. But the effects in this are good. The way the story's laid out is good. Like the the fact that it kind of takes its inspirations from things like Dante, and it's and it's so obviously those I, those visions are implanted. So you really don't know if what Jacob's experiencing is legitimate. If it's actually something related to chemicals in the Vietnam War. If it's just him having going going crazy from PTSD. Sure. 
and they don't really get too, too deep into it entirely till kind of the end. But even then, it could be any combination of those things relating to it. And Danny, Danny Aiello, this is my first, I think, exposure to him as like when I started to get into cinema, I was like, oh, I know this guy from this movie. And he's unbelievably great in this movie, too. He's so warm and loving and caring. It's just it's just like fantastic, which normally we don't see that out of Aiello. He's usually a little bit gruffer and kind of grittier. Yeah. This one, he's just so like happy and he's like, you know, he's a character you can run to, very angelic quality to him in this movie and not the character you'd necessarily select for that kind of role. So it's really smartly written. It's very scary, really interesting movie. So if you haven't seen it, well worth your time. I'm just in my head. I'm just like, is this going to be better or worse than American history? X? <laughs> IMDb gives it a 7.5 versus the 8.5 of American history X. Interesting. Rotten tomatoes. Critics, 66 critics went back 73% versus the 83% for American oh, history. Man. X. The audience 50,000 plus went back and gave this 84% versus the 96 mm. for American history X. Max gave American history X a 9.0 out of 10. I think you're going to go higher. Max gives Jacob's ladder a 9.5. Yeah! What do I win? What do I win? Uh, nothing. Oh. You get AOL disc. Yay! More AOL discs! Yay! No, there was your disc already. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Ooh. You re-gifted, son of a bitch. <laughs>